Welcome to the second series of Medrash Morsels. Short but sweet Medrashim designed for the whole family to share for Shabbos dessert. Medrash Morsels for Pashat Chayef Hashem tested Avraham Avinu ten times, right? Hashem tested the Dor Hamidbar too, ten times. Those were the early days of our nation. More than a thousand years later, Hashem made it that the Umois Ha'olam, the Goyesha nations, test us. After the Babylonians destroyed the first base Amikdash, and the Jewish people went out to Galus, to foreign countries, Hashem decreed that the Yidin in Galus would have to eat Goyesha food, Tomei food, yucky food for the Jewish soul. How else will the Jews survive in the land of Treif, in the land of Chazir? They will have to eat Goyesha non-kosher food. So it happened that Nebuchadnezzar, the wicked king of Bovel, was looking for some good men to stand by him in his court. Nebuchadnezzar knew that many young Jewish men coming from Yehuda were very good-looking and very smart. Many were from the royal Jewish family. Nebuchadnezzar wanted them. The king found four super-amazing tzaddikim, super-amazing Jews, some of the best and most famous Yidin ever to live. They were young and handsome with no blemishes. They had wisdom and knowledge, and they knew how to learn new things easily. They were also physically fit and had the stamina to stand all day near the king without getting tired. These four Yidin were the great and righteous Daniel, Hananya, Mishoel, the Azaria. This story is from the book of Daniel. But the truth is, the Medrash Tanchum in last week's Pasha gives us a lot of details. And here it goes. The king Nebuchadnezzar forced these four tzaddikim to learn his language called Kastim. Yep, Kastim. That's the name of the language of Nebuchadnezzar. And how to write the script, how to write Kastim. For three years, they were to prepare for serving the king and the king ordered that they be served the best tasting and healthiest food. You see, the Jews were prisoners of the Babylonians. And usually prisoners don't get to eat a lot. And whatever they do eat isn't good quality. Many Yidin were starving then. So the king gave special orders for Daniel, good food and wine. In those days, wine kept you healthy. It could be in these days too. I heard that a daily glass of dry red wine helps against Parkinson's disease. Anyways, every day... Daniel should have the king's wine. Now, kids, we all know that Avodah wine, wine poured for idols and used in those temples, that wine, it's Osir. It's called Yayin Nesech. The Torah forbids it. A Yid can't drink it. But Stam Yenam, regular wine from grapes, regular wine that wasn't used for Avodah necessarily, it should be kosher, even though Goyim made the wine. But Daniel was so wise he saw and imagined what would happen if Yidin, who now live all over the Goyesha lands, would be allowed to share wine with the Gentiles. Jews and Gentiles would end up becoming friends, drinking with each other and enjoying good times at parties. They'll say, it's kosher wine, the wine's kosher. But they're getting intoxicated and a little bit shicker together, and that makes friends. Yidin would begin to marry Goyesha women, shiksas. Oi, 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 kids, that would be the worst Avera in the world. So Daniel made a meeting 
with his base in. Yeah, Daniel was in charge of the Sanhedrin. And they all made a new rule. No drinking stam yenam, meaning regular wine from Magoy, even if you don't know of any Avodah that he was doing with it. Daniel wouldn't eat the king's food. He wouldn't drink the king's wine. Now the king didn't know this. Daniel asked a favor from the kitchen officer. The kitchen officer was okay with it. Thanks to Hashem for that. Just he had one question. Uh, Mr. Daniel, if you and your friends don't eat properly, you won't look good. The king will notice on your faces that you are not at ease. He will find out that I didn't do what he told me to do. The king will have my head. What do I do? Daniel was wise. He told the kitchen officer like this. Sir, why don't you test the four of us? Can you get us some seeds to eat? Like poppy seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, and some water. Can you get us just seeds and water to eat and drink? Test us for ten days and see how we look, okay? Okay. Kids, do you hear that number? How many days did Daniel ask for? Ten. How many tests did Avram Avinu pass? Also ten. So now listen to what the kitchen officer said. But Daniel, you and your friends are from royal stock. Surely you are used to eating healthy, fatty foods and good wine. How will you manage on seeds and water? You won't even eat the king's bread because it's not past Yisrael. Daniel said, Mr. Officer, do you really think that food gives you health? It's the Dvar Hashem that gives you health. I and my friends are trusting in Hashem that in the discourse of our Avraham Avinu, our forefather, who was tested ten times, we'll be fine eating seeds for ten days. Besides, you see that Hashem already helped us. We found favor in the eyes of King Nebuchadnezzar ten times more than any of his old advisors and magicians. You hear? Ten! Ten for ten! So, we'll have another ten. Well, kids, sure enough, halfway through the tenth day of Daniel's kosher seed diet, the kitchen advisor had a look at Daniel, Hananya Mishoel Vazaria. They looked marvelous and their skin was more robust and healthy-looking than all of the youngsters that were eating the king's fatty food and good wine. Kids, did you know, once a year, Jews all around the world remember this nace. When? What? Does anybody know? Yes, on Purim night, there is a minhag brought down in the Ramah, in Tofresh Tzadik Hay. Go look it up, ask your father to help you. Tofresh Tzadik Hay in the Ramah, you should eat seed food on Purim. To remember the seeds that Daniel and his friends ate in Bovel. And my family fulfills this minhag by eating poppy seed homentashen. For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com.